Good morning and welcome to Just for the Health of It. I'm your host, Emily Gary Falakis. Today, we'll discuss what is it about hair color that can be so harmful, traditional routines that keep us nourished, and a fast way to get yourself some long brewed bone broth. First, we have Tracy Burby. She has been in the natural health industry for over 20 years. Her passion lies with health and beauty, and she has been working with Tints of Nature for over five years. Welcome, Tracy. Good morning, Emily. How are you today? Doing wonderfully. I love fall, so this is a a really nice time of year for me. <laughs> it's beautiful. We've had some great sunny days. It's it's true. It's actually all, uh, almost nicer some days than the summer we had. Um, so today, I think we're speaking. I mean, we're talking about hair color, and I think this is a topic that really doesn't get enough attention, um, or doesn't get the attention it deserves, because people are sometimes aware or don't want to be maybe aware that their hair color may not be the best for their body, best for their hair, um, but they don't know what else to do. They kind of feel stuck with uh, what they're already in a routine doing. Um, They don't know how to change it up. They don't know how to find something better. And uh, it's their hair. It's something that they're wearing so people can see every day and they're afraid to change things. So firstly, I want to discuss some things that people should know about hair color and specifically kind of the conventional hair color that people would be exposed to. Absolutely. When customers are going out and they're looking to buy a product to put on their hair, we like to suggest that they have a quick look at the ingredients, look and see what you're using. Um, A lot of the conventional products out there are using things like ammonia, they're using resorcinol, Um, They have very high levels of pigments in them um, due to the fact that they raise the pH level of the hair so high that the cuticle stays open at the end of the process and it loses color. So they have to put all this extra dye in the product in order to keep the hair colored. There's um, so much extra damage not only to the hair but to the environment and potentially to your skin because Mm -hmm. of all these ingredients. And I, I have had so many, I mean, I hear it from from our customers, uh, people who have had reactions, uh, even just breathing it in can bother their lungs uh, with the ammonia, especially. Um, and people just having, you know, their scalp being more sensitive. And, and there's also concerns around, and I don't know, you know, how, how accurate it is, and it's probably dependent on brand, but even heavy metals being a part of that um, and other toxins that are really high. Now, if someone is turning over a box or picking up something to dye their hair with, or even if they're going to their hairdresser and they they ask, oh, you know, can I see the ingredients? Are the ingredients always fully disclosed and, and can they trust that that would be on the box? Absolutely. They have to be in Canada. Um, they are an inky disclosure. So it is the international nomenclature name. But it, these types of things like ammonia and resource and all, these are the words that you're looking for and they can't be hidden in any other way. Um, okay. Other ingredients to be looking for um, are MEA or ethanolamine, um, mm. sodium lauryl sulfate, sodium chloride. Uh, these types of things are in the cleaning products of so the shampoos and con- um, that are in the boxes with the color. Mm. Uh, resorcinol. I'm not as familiar with that, but that's come up a few times. I mean, a lot, we all know what ammonia is and we know what it smells like and how it can be harmful. Um, a resorcinol, is this something that's commonly found in most hair dyes and in, is there some big concerns with it? 
It is found in most hair dyes. Um, and what it does is um, it's found in so many products. It's used in acne and eczema products mm-hmm. um, because it actually breaks down rough, scaly, or hardened skin. So imagine that's what you're putting uh, on your hair. Okay. Right. So it's actually going to break down your hair over time. Okay. So, mm-hmm. and then um, it is a hormone disruptor. Okay. Yeah, that's a big concern, hormone disruptors. Um, That is, uh, this is not on hair color, but I was reading something about uh, most nail polishes having this, and now I'm losing some of the facts, but having these hormone disruptors, uh, chemicals in them, and that they'd be absorbed within a minute of applying it. They would find it residue in the body. And that's so, so fast. And so when you're putting it on your head and letting it sit there, um, hormone hormone disruptors are a big concern in, in cosmetics and beauty products. Absolutely. With hair dye, you're putting that on and you're letting it set for, you know, 30 minutes, roughly a little longer, a little less, depending on the person who's using the product. That's a long time to have these chemicals sitting on your scalp and they are being soaked in by the skin. Mm-hmm. And you're saying that... Um, the pigments have to be high so the because they drive the pH so high. So it's unhealthy for our, our I mean, our skin has different pH, our hair, our inside, our body, our stomach. All these things have different levels of pH. So obviously your hair has some sort of narrow pH range that it likes to be within. So they're driving it high um, and this is harmful for the hair? Absolutely. So what's happening is your normal pH is four and a half to five and a half. Okay. Um, the... Ammonia-based products are blowing that off the scale to about a 13, that pH. Oh, wow. That is huge. It literally blows open the cuticle of the hair. Okay. And the process in order to close that cuticle, well, you need something acidic. Mm. And at a level 13, you, there isn't something acidic enough to put on your hair after. So the cuticle is always going to be left open. What happens is if you've... The customer's ever had that feeling that their hair feels a little rough after it's been colored, a little dry, rough. It's because the cuticle's still open. Mm. When the cuticle's closed, you get that smooth feeling. So mm. with our product, what we're doing is because we're only raising the pH to a nine, mm-hmm. the process in the end, we have an um, acidic conditioner, which has a pH of three and a half, which brings the hair back down to where it needs to be. Mm. So you get a nice smooth feel to your hair after you're done coloring. And so you're saying, I mean, we're kind of getting into tints of nature now, which is great. Um, but we know that conventional products, ju- they just don't have what you want. And and I think a lot of, there's a lot of fear. People are interested in something a little cleaner, a little more pure. Some people are forced to find something better because they're having reactions. Um, but it is a hard, a hard thing to do because... You know, there's a lot of hair hair dye, you know, that goes wrong or, you know, you feel like, oh, I don't want to mess something up and have this huge disaster of hair color. Um, so let's talk a little bit about Tints of Nature, what it has to offer. And, and, and we did talk about, so pH not being put as high from Tints of Nature and then including something that, like a finishing conditioner that helps to close those cuticles. That makes a lot of sense to me. So when you're dyeing your hair, you're actually allowing pigment to enter the cuticle and that's how it's that's how you hold on to it um that's with permanent dyes permanent dyes okay so anything that's not permanent it's just kind of coating the hair and then it washes off am i correct with that 
That's correct. After okay. over time, it washes off with like semi-permanent colors. So the permanent hair, mm-hmm. uh, permanent colors actually change it from the inside out. I think it's important to note that because one question I do get a lot is, okay, um, I've heard of henna and henna is a completely different beast than a hair color because it would be coating the hair. It's not, and it's going to tint it, but it's not going to actually allow for a full coloring to happen. So, um, you know, there is a difference there between a hair color and like a henna, a natural henna product, um, which is important. And that, you know, you mentioning henna makes me think of something because henna is like a wax coating on the hair. Mm -hmm. If a customer wants to change from doing henna to a permanent, they have to grow it out. Yes. (laughs) You can't put a permanent over that wax coating. You're very committed uh, to to a henna product, which some people love, um, but they won't do a dramatic change. And and you're right; they're kind of almost a protective mechanism for the hair, which means you can't you can't change it. Um, so pigments, so high levels of pigments being a problem in conventional hair color. How do you get around with having not as much uh, pigment, but still having that af- positive effect on the results? Um, so how we get around that is because we are not opening the cuticle so far that we can put lower amounts of pigment in the product. Um, and we do both that we do have the lowest amounts of PPD, um, which is the pigment in the market. Um, there are a couple of options with regards to pigment. Really important to talk about one being PPD, which we use, and the other being PTD. I've heard about this. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So there's two different types of uh, pigments. Um, In terms of um, its pigment, uh, so in terms of toxicity, Mm -hmm. um, they are equal. But what a lot of customers don't know is product with PTD, Mm -hmm. um, they have to use higher levels. Yes. Yes. So you're still getting a better option with PPD rather than using the other because that toxicity level is exactly the same, but the amount, the percentage of pigment using the other, the toluene, to- to- oh, that na- name is not coming to me today. <laughs> Toluene. Toluene diamine um, is used in such higher concentration. Mm. That's an interesting thing because I, I would say, and I think it's kind of fizzled out a little bit, but there are some, I'm going to say, more natural brands trying to say, oh, we know we don't have PPD pigments, but uh, they need to use something. So the PTD, they sound so similar, but PTD, you have to use higher amounts. So it actually becomes a more toxic product with unfortunately some some confusing marketing. So it is really important to know some of these chemicals, although, you know, it is, it's a lot to remember. Um, but just knowing that Tints of Nature, you do offer the lowest amount um, of these pigments, but still with that, the results, which is really, really neat. Um, because that's, that's the biggest question I'll get is, well, am I, yeah, great. I want to do something more natural, but I want it to work. I want it to look nice. I don't want to use hair dye and not have it look good. <laughs> it seems like a fruitless exercise otherwise. So Absolutely. a little bit of that. And we get asked that mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> all the time. Does it work? Absolutely. We would not put a product out in the market that didn't work. We spend day after day after day constantly looking at new ways to improve our formula. Everything is tested in-house in our office in England with hairdressers on real humans every day um, (laughs) in terms of how the product works, how the product feels at the end. 
what's those results and let's see what types of ingredients we can use when we're always looking to better everything we have mm-hmm. and we're always looking to see what the market has to offer in terms of pigments and like I said like I mean being able to be the product that has the lowest amount of pigment is such a huge boasting thing for the company itself mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it just and your company is is also involved. I mean, it, it has a sister company that's kind of the professional line. Um, so you're used to using high quality ingredients and you know what you're doing. You know what kind of performance you're wanting from a product. It's not just a cheap kind of boxed dye on the shelf. So, I mean, some people are going to be looking for, OK, I, I like the idea of something more natural. I, I still want my hairdresser to do it. So this is where they could bring their own dye to their hairdresser if they were open to it. Absolutely. I have never had any issue whatsoever bringing my color to the hairdresser with me. A couple of times they'll ask you to sign a waiver because it's a new product (laughs) for them. But I'll tell you the number one comment when I've taken my product to the hairdresser to use it, they cannot believe how much nicer it is for them to use. Their hands Mm -hmm. are not red and irritated when they're done. They don't feel like they've inhaled a ton of chemicals the entire time mm. in fact while they're using the product they're constantly telling me how great it smells are you sure this work it smells yeah <laughs> and I'm like it works trust me <laughs> that's amazing I love that um so so that's a really neat thing now so you can bring it to your hairdresser you could do it yourself get a friend to do it however you normally get your hair color done you know you can use tint- tints of nature that way um, and what are some other boasts that uh, Tints of Nature has? Um, let's see. Um, I will tell you one of my absolute favorite things. The company is located in an area in England called the New Forest. And the New Forest is, like, I mean, environmental practices are huge everywhere, but it's really huge in the mm. New Forest. They have wild horses and donkeys oh, and cows and everything that roam this area. That sounds amazing. I'm looking that up. New Forest. Oh, even the name, you're like, it's got to be good. <laughs> wow, that sounds amazing. So they're a part of that area. It's such a beautiful place to be in. Um, they don't build there anymore. Uh, the only way to live in that area is to inherit property. It, it's very protected. And they, Herb UK, which is the parent company that owns Tents of Nature, is so proud to be able to say that they've won multiple environmental awards. They continue to work hard at creating processes within the factory which um, save waste um, in terms of the coolest thing I saw when I was over there was they have these, they're almost like a large reusable milk bag and the color and everything is inside it and then they just empty all the product out of it it's then cleaned and sanitized and they can be reused oh so they're not throwing these things out no and at the same time the bag folds down to like this tiny little square and takes up hardly any room so that means that they also have a a lower footprint with their with the company itself in the new forest Oh, really neat. That's really neat. Yeah. So it sounds like they do some neat things. And I and I know that they're a large percentage of their ingredients are certified organic. And you're looking to increase that percentage as well. 
Absolutely. We're currently 60% certified organic ingredients. It's really great. Um, but the great news is we're launching a new package, a new look in the beginning of 2018. And that product will have over 75% certified organic ingredients. That's amazing. So I just haven't seen other hair colors with these kind of um, boasts that you can make. I mean, even just the organic factor um, is huge, just lowest level of these pigments. And not only that, it's actually better for your hair. You're going to notice that your hair feels nicer and you guys, it doesn't damage your hair. Am I correct? That's absolutely correct. That's huge. So no damage is, is one of your, your boasts as well. And um, anything else? Like I know you guys would obviously be biodegradable, I'm assuming, just being from the sounds of it. Mm-hmm. Our products are biodegradable. You can be washed right down the sink. No issues. Our products are vegan um, with the exception of a couple of our hair care uh, products, which have milk derivatives in them. Uh, we never test on animals. We're internationally recognized by animal rights organizations, Choose Cruelty-Free and PETA. Mm. Um, Our products are gluten and GMO-free. That's really great. Those are all things people are looking for. Um, And I know that this is more with the um, hair care products, but a lot of conventional products will have sort of a plastic residue to them. Is that something that you have kind of taken a stand to eliminate and not have as an ingredient? Absolutely. None of our products contain any plastics. It just gives you, a, um, for lack of a better word, a fake result mm. um, because it makes the hair feel smooth because of the plastic that's in it. And it's mm. not actually because of the ingredients, like the good, healthy choices of ingredients that are found in our products. That's, that is interesting. It's almost like a mask to what your hair is not actually healthy. It may feel it after you use it, but you're not improving the hair situation by using it. So that's, a, that's interesting. Oh, all these things I have to learn. Now, <laughs> so much out there when it comes to hair color and hair products in general and, and what's used in the conventional side. And I think the next thing uh, that can be a huge uh, hurdle for people when they're choosing hair dye is actually picking a color. Do you have any strategies for that? <laughs> so, yeah, picking a color is always fun. So number one, we're working with natural root color. Not what your hair maybe has grown out to, lightened from the sun or, or et cetera. So okay. your base color is that natural root color. Whatever's at your roots, you're going to look there. Whatever's at your roots. So that's where you want to start. That's your base color. Now, when you're doing color at home, you can, you can go as dark as you want. You can go dark. You can go all the way to black. If that's mm-hmm. what you want to do, you can darken like crazy. But if you're lightening your hair, you can only lighten up to two shades. Yeah. And that's yeah. just because of the levels of peroxide used in the product. Mm-hmm. And that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like if you're getting your hair done at the salon, they choose different volumes so they can lighten further. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have for those that are experimental and are really qualified at doing their own hair at home because they've been doing it forever. We do have a lightener kit, so you can do a two-stage process where you lighten first and then use the color that you want. So you can get a little bit further than the two shades lighter. Okay. So you could almost take your root color and compare it to the little color swatches we would have at Goodness Me and see where where are you starting from? And then you know, kind of, I can move to lighter if I'm trying to go lighter, 
or you can go anywhere darker from that. It's kind of just finding that point of where am I at, um, even comparing to one of the box colors, and then you can move kind of up or down numbers as you go. Yeah, you definitely, like, you always want to start, where's my base? And even on uh, the back of the boxes, it will show you um, if this is your color, this is the result you can get with this box. And does it cover gray? That's another huge question. It does cover gray. We always suggest using an N-based product. So if you want to do some fashion colors, which we have a lot of great fashion colors, and they end with, like, R's and M's and D's and C's and such, always pick a color with an N on the end of it as well. And that's a natural color and you can mix those. Okay. So you'd have to pick, no matter what, if you're covering gray, you want to pick, uh, it could be anything. It could be 4N, it could be 6N. So something with the N at the end and that's. Yeah. That and again, that's going to be in your base range. Okay. And then anything, anytime you want to kind of experiment outside of that, you would mix it with an N if you're, if you're looking at covering gray. Yeah. So you can, when you're mixing colors, um, what you're looking at using is um, an N, which is one lighter or one darker than the fashion color you've chosen. Okay. So close to what you're looking at number wise. So it's it's it shouldn't be too complicated. <laughs> it is always overwhelming, but it's it's because we are poor decision makers. I think <laughs> it's always a tricky thing. thing. <laughs> <laughs> we we all we all fantasize about these amazing colors. I and know. So, like I mean, I'm a very experimental. I have red and blonde hair going on right now. Mm. So I'm very experimental. I love playing with color. I love trying new looks. And there's just so many different fashion options out there right now. And um, it, it's important to have fun with it. Um, you really can't, like, I mean, if you stay within your base range, you really can't get too far off base. And here's the positive. Because we are such a gentle product, if you're not happy with your color and you're just not sure how to correct it, reach out to us. Let us know that you're not mm-hmm. totally happy. Send us a couple pictures and we will let you know what to choose to do a corrective color on it. And you can do that color the next day. Oh, wow. You can so- fix that the next day. And the reason why I say the next day is not because of any kind of reaction you may get with your hair. Because our office is in the UK and we're in Canada and we're probably going to need that amount of time to get back to you. <laughs> So that's really encouraging to know you're you're there to kind of support these customers. Um, and, you know, that it, it's good to see a company that's performance is great. Ingredients are striving for the very best, but that you'll also kind of have that customer relationship if need be. Um, I really appreciate your time today. We've, we're already at our end. And uh, it's I know hair color is fun, I guess. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great topic when you're passionate about it. Um, so I really appreciate that, Tracy. And uh, I really hope you have a great day. Thanks so much, Emily. And I hope you have a great day, too. Thank you. And Tracy joined us today from Guelph, Ontario. We'll be back with more of Just for the Health of It right after the news. All right. 